0: from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fancy children.
1: welcome all to all my fantasy children my name is Aaron Kitano Saez my name is Jeff Stormer and this is all my fantasy children it's a tabletop inspired world building storytelling and character creation podcast where each week Jeff and I take a listener submitted prompt and use it to create an original fantasy character or world detail and use it to develop an original fantasy world called fantasy sometimes we do both honestly sometimes, sometimes we do, Most we times we the do both in the same episode yeah it feels good to do that. I love when that happens. I feel I like today too. is one of those days, and I'm trying to build hype. I'm pretty hyped. I'm excited. We're going to do some cool stuff today. I've got some it, tricks up my sleeve today
0: that I'm pretty excited about.
1: The YouTube thumbnail is me being like, I can't believe
0: we did both. And <laughs> I'm like, oh,
1: like, whoa,
0: like, mind my My blown. glasses are popping slightly off of my face, as yeah. I'm like, bah. Yeah, that's the, we need to
1: start doing, every episode <laughs> of the show should have a, instead of like our... Art should just be a YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> the most
0: YouTube-ass YouTube thumbnail that we create. I need create. to learn how to
1: make those, honestly, because I kind of want to do that with every release of episodes on Twitter. <laughs> you won't believe what happened to this episode. Jeff goes off on Aaron, and then nothing actually happened. <laughs>
0: Clickbait our own podcast. <laughs> me going off is me going, um, Aaron, I like a lot of that idea. There's parts of it that I want to pull back on.
1: <laughs> Fucking Burned. But um, we usually we start this podcast with something that's getting us excited this week. And Jeff, what is getting you excited this week?
0: So what's getting me excited this week, the very big picture of it. And this is going to be more of like a conversation topic than it usually is. But like, oh. what's getting me excited this week is like friends doing cool and interested. Like there's interesting theory stuff. Like I'm getting real deep into like tabletop promotion theory this week. Ah, and that's okay. what's getting me excited.
1: Like what? Like what? Go deeper. On, tell me about the promotion.
0: I'm going to give you the whole, the whole scoop. Um, give me the
1: whole shebang-a-bang, the whole shablooey, the whole skedaddly doodle.
0: Last week or the week prior, we recorded an episode of Party of One, and someone uh, tweeted about it. Call them saying, out, Jeff.
1: Call them the fuck out. Get on. Um, this is the YouTube moment.
0: Oh, let me find their exact handle so I can give them a shout-out because it was great. Oh, it's a good thing? Yeah. Oh, purely a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So okay. I was, like, drag this motherfucker. <laughs> drag him. <'em. laughs> Get him, Jeff. Get him. User user uh, hello tenbear tweeted about the episode that we had released and was like started talking about like I would love if more game designers did paid sessions of their own game to like interested people and that got me tweeting like I tweeted off some hot takes about like ways that people can promote games th- that they usually do with Kickstarters and the idea that like you don't have to be on Kickstarter to charge someone a hundred dollars to run a session of your game like you can just do that yeah totally i would probably pay for that like 100 and so uh that segued into an episode of a podcast that i've been binging uh called brain trust which is will yost and adam vass uh two game designers talking about game design theory yeah uh the surefire, side note, the, uh, the surefirest way for you to get me to listen to your, your content, if you create content, is to A, talk about me or my work. A thousand and B, percent. And B, tell me that you've talked about me or my work. One trillion percent. I always say the
1: f- fastest way to my heart is through my ego.
0: Yeah, if you if you're like, yeah, we talked about some of Jeff's <laughs> tweets, I'm gonna be like, well, they probably weren't good, but let's get in for the ride. <laughs> yeah, but like my interest is peaked. <laughs> You've got me. Um yeah, but I've been love I've been listening to the Brain Trust podcast. It's super fucking fascinating. It's a ton of great, like, tabletop game design theory, and they they, they specifically really focus a lot on they describe it in their most recent episode as looking at things outside of like indie tabletop game publishing. Mm-hmm. Like things like video games or like press junkets for movies or book tours or like looking at the Kickstarter model and like being like, how can we use this in, a, in different ways? Or like, how can yeah. we go look to like comic book publishing and like twist that into yes. game design and like that type of shit is my jam?
1: Yeah, it's, it's what big companies hire teams to figure out. But usually Kickstarters and unfortunately indie games is like, one or a couple it's people like, like
0: <laughs> and so like that type of stuff and hearing people talk about that like gets my motor going and it gets mm-hmm. me thinking about all different kinds of ways to promote my work and this podcast and party of one and the games and all the other stuff like it's um my brain is is going and that's where i'm at this week love
1: that that's fucking dope
0: yeah that's what's got me excited
1: i love it um what's getting me excited this week is um one, I've been I've been getting more in. Like I always talk about, like I really like hiking and fishing, but I'm finally making like investments in that being a part of my life. In the like my actual like actually fucking doing them. Like you can, it's the thing of like I wear a pair of hiking boots, but you wear them like once a year. I'm trying to like add more hiking and even to walk into nature just into my everyday life. Like today, I just went to Prospect Park for like two hours and just walked around in my hiking boots to like break them in. And it was nice just to be outside. Oh, and the point is, I'm doing this without headphones. Hmm. I'm trying to do more without headphones when I'm in nature and, like, listening to birds and shit. Like, I really like the feeling of when you're walking, even in a park anywhere, and you hear, like, a crunkle and you turn and it's just like a chipmunk. And you're like, oh, gotcha. Like, you, i realize realized how much sensory deprivation I give myself on a daily basis just, like, riding the subway. And it was nice to get to the park and, like, take that off and actually listen to stuff again. It's been mm. a while. Yeah. So it, that's what's getting me excited. It's kind of just like, you know, noticing little shit and appreciating it while outside. I love which that. Which is small. I love that a lot. But like, yeah, it, it's just like the sounds of the world to like, you know, actually hearing them again, because how often I step out of my apartment, slam my headphones on and like bump anime music until I get back to my, to my apartment from whatever I was doing. Yeah. So it was nice to like hear shit. Dope. Yeah. and and I, and I got a custom mask. I finally got a mask that I like. That but it's made of polyester, so I wear it over like a like a surgical mask. Okay, but I, I got love a that. Final Fantasy VIII graphic mask, and I'm very excited about that.
0: That's great. I love that. Like, I, yeah, that's a that's a thing. I don't want you know we we're not. I don't want to get too. I we can get a little real with it. Like, I love I love the idea of like taking this thing that we have to wear and like yeah. making it something that is like personal to us. Like, yeah,
1: it's normalizing it completely. Like, yeah, it's, I love it. You know, it, it's it, yeah, it's not making it like a. Uh, Yes, it's drummery and, like, it fucking sucks, blah, blah, blah. But that goes without saying, but, like, it's become a part of your everyday life. Like, you can lean into it and use it as a way to express it. It makes it normal, and it makes it, it's a nice gesture to everybody else yeah. around you that it's, like, it's chill, you know, we're all in this together, like, we're all wearing the same fucking shit. You might as well, like, use it to flex. <laughs> I agree completely. But yeah, I want to get to this fucking episode because we have a lot to unpack Do we want to do a shout out first? Oh, yes. I would love to do a shout out. So a friend of ours is running a Kickstarter, and I'd love to talk about that. Uh, Tracy Barnett at The Other Tracy. Um, So Tracy turns 40 this year and is having a big party with a bunch of friends. That is out of the question. So instead, they're going to take five days, bike 326 miles from Cleveland to Cincinnati, and design a game on the way, which is that's incredible like that's wild. dope. like
0: that is a dope like activity
1: yes and the game down the old rail line is an introspective solo journaling game that takes place in, in a psychedelic alternate reality and i want you to think in alice of wonderland meets over the garden wall oh and it's powered by belonging outside belonging via J dragon sleep away which is dope as fuck um, and every backer level on the Kickstarter lets you support Tracy on their ride, add to their ride playlist, gets a toy copy of the game, and more. So if you want to take a trip down the trail with Tracy, search for Down the Old Rail Line on Kickstarter. The campaign ends October 9th, 2020. So I'm going to probably have the episode, I'm going to try to have this episode out by, like, tomorrow, which is going to hurt, but I can do it. But yeah, check that out. It's it's really dope. This is like a, we were just talking about, like, new ways with games. This is a pretty dope one. We're like, it is. your money. That, that's, this is
0: one of the things that, like, in terms of stuff that's getting me excited, like, this was something that, like, I saw that Tracy was doing this. And, like, the way that they've put together the campaign is, like, incredibly interesting yeah of, like the rewards are literally things like you can buy me like they're very like they're not tied to like stuff which yeah, i yeah. appreciate because i feel like we tie a lot of things to stuff yes but like they're very like one of them is like is like at this level like this is the level where you can just be like i bought tracy dinner on one day of their trip and like that's a great like reward it yeah, was totally it was, it was it was uh the academic in me or the the marketing writer in me would say like it's effective marketing because I was like I'm going to give them $5 well hold on if I could buy them dinner like I would yeah. buy them a nice dinner I'll give them the
1: $10 it's cool to be a part of an event like it's it's the whole thing of like millennials prefer experiences but like it's absolutely true where like I'd prefer to provide for an experience sometimes if someone's looking for it rather than like like not we don't always need more shit I personally don't need more shit so I I'm above the mind where I'm like I'm about being like yo let me give 20 bucks so like Tracy can get like a and burger somewhere. Yeah. Like that's awesome to me. I, I love this. I think it's really brilliant. So please check that out. It is in your best interest. And in Tracy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have a really cool episode today and a lot to talk about and I'm very excited to talk about it. So the prompt this week comes to us from legendary table fables game designer Madeline Hale at Ismarus underscore art on Twitter Um, Madeline Hale tweeted some fucking bomb artwork with a really beautiful description. And I, of course, being the fan that I am, tweeted, like, could we use this as a prompt on AMFC? And Madeline was like, yeah, sure. And so we're going to do that. So the prompt is, at first, protecting the princess was just another paying job that put food on the warrior's plate. But as the two traveled together, they began to grow close. The warrior's heart softened, which I'm fucking about. I'm
0: here for it. I'm here for it. I'm I'm extremely here for it.
1: I'm I love stories it. like that. I fucking love that trope. Like, I love the... Someone's going on a journey, has to protect, like, the... You know, Final Fantasy 15 is literally, like, about this, except they don't fall in love. Where it's about, like, a royal retinue protecting the prince. And, like, I'm fucking here for this. Now... Can I start with my question? It's small. It's small. It's a yeah, world building. Yeah, for sure. Step. I figured
0: we would start with your question, especially because I'm still like putting the last few pieces of the puzzle together for my my, my much larger uh, episode scheme. defining pitch. My much larger schemes. My um, larger schemes. <laughs> the, the pieces <laughs> yeah. are still in play.
1: <laughs> so my question for you is, um, what do you, I want to talk about maybe talking about what a prince or a princess is in fantasy because it doesn't have to. I don't want to make everything
0: monarchies. Like I agree, every, and I kind like, of like. I I would like to move away from the idea that like uh, monarchies suck, and I'd love yeah. to like have things in place that are not that. Because here's my here's my here's my jam about um
1: about people's fantasy. Hold on, I'm clicking this Google Doc you literally just sent me.
0: This will be um, this will come up in a bit.
1: Cool. So it's my my. My scoop is, my thing is, a lot of people are like, it's a completely original fantasy. It's always European history. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> always. It's always lightly modeled after European fantasy, you know, blah, 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 blah. And there's a monarchy and there's dukes and all that shit. And I don't fucking care. I hate it. So I wanted to talk about, like, what if we make princes, princesses, kings, that word, prin- maybe just living a prince and princess.
0: And I would love to limit it to prince it. and princess. Yeah. And maybe make it mean something else. And princess is the non binary version now that I think about it.
1: That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. So I want to talk about, like, I want to think of something that they can be. And my pitch, my first pitch is a prince, princess, or princess is someone who, you know, t- t- to borrow a trope from like a lot of fantasy, a lot of anime, a lot of video games, is like it's a person who has a special power ability. Something that must be kept safe, and therefore they have people who like protect them, help them get from A to B, help them share their gift, and they protect them on their like journey.
0: I don't, that's dope. I love that. I love that a lot. And, and part of the reason that I love that is, um, can I take us on like a weird, a weird association hole for a bit? Yes. Um, there is, so the, The 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 little bit of like playing card and tarot and like association game here is that there is the 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 king the queen and the page in tarot. There's the king the queen and the jack in a playing card deck, and it like roughly maps out to like a prince or princess or princess role. Yeah, and but like that, but there's also the word the 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 choice of the word jack is very interesting because like a jack in fiction is someone that like. Ha- is like an adventuring very is like tied to like adventures and schemes and kind of like uh like magical like uh trickstery journeys yes so you know you're jack in the box jack in the beanstalk etc 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 like that the jack story is a story of like someone like on like a magical adventure okay And I, so I like the idea that this is someone like, like, like who has a magical gift and is like on a magical adventure. And it is like, like it relates to like their role, their, like their role and their adventure and their magical gift more so than a title that they are given.
1: Can I give a pitch? Yes. Can the, the prince, princess, princess, the person with the power, it's something outside of magic. It's something like different, and that's why, like, I'm thinking of it. It's precious. It's important. It like does something super because it's like people. Someone has to protect them. Yeah, and I think the Jack is the person who protects them.
0: I'm down with that. That's dope. I like that. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, because it's like, or do you like this the knight? No, I like the Jack. The Jack because we because like we have knights. We like we we've, yeah, we've, we have we've that explored shit. Yeah, the concept yeah. of what a knight is. Yeah. A jack is a new concept. It's very interesting. It is it is like a new thing, and the idea yeah. that it is someone, the idea of like a like the jack and prince as like a duality concept is like yeah. fucking fascinating to me. Yeah, I really like I've been this idea. Those that, Fs real hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how my mom says "fuck," and it always makes sense. She's like this motherfucker. Because the thing I do here's the thing that I don't want to do though. The thing that always chaps my butt about these kind of things is always like someone pledges to keep them safe and it's out of like a duty or a responsibility issued to them i want to make it so like the jack pledges to keep this person safe because they like believe in the cause they believe in this person oh it's a and like it's a personal
0: that, it's a personal choice sure yeah there's yeah, there's yeah. an agency and it's i mean that is also like in the prompt where it says that like yes the warrior did this as a way to like keep their family. Like that was a job. And so that idea of like, I am taking the job is very, I think it is, is good and important. Yeah. It varies
1: from person to person. Like I could totally see, like if I was a prince, someone being like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. If I, you know, it's, I I don't want to make a monolith of Jack's, I'd love like some people are like, yeah, I'll do it for money and then bounce when you get from point A to point B. Oh, oh, for sure. Some jacks are
0: like, till the day I have no breath, I will be your shield. Yeah, and some, some, it's like I'm gonna take you to this one destination. For some people, it's a lifelong engagement. For some people, it is, it is, you know, yeah, I thought I was out and you're pulling me back in. Like it is, it. it is. The jack is defined not by, like, uh, duration or destination or, like, the job duty. It is defined by the choice of this person has, like, a a quest and I am going to protect them for that.
1: Like, I, because I get this idea of there could be, like, a princess who has this power and at one point has three jacks. But, Mm -hmm. like, one of them, you know, or at some point zero. And, like, you know, they're on their own and it's – this is the next question for you. Is it dangerous for a prince, princess, or princess to go out, like, unescorted, for lack of a better term? You know, like, why do they need a jack? Is there a threat, like, facing them?
0: I think it is,
1: and it isn't. Like, you know, usually it's like, so there's an evil kingdom after them, or like, monsters are drawn to these people because of X. You know, is it something like that? <sighs> You know, that's the cliche, which, of course, we can change, but there has to be a reason why, like, these people need, you know, an escort.
0: Yeah, right. I think it has to be. I, I don't want it to always be the same, like, like, very similar to, like, how you were feeling about, like, the Jack's cause. Like, I don't think it's, a. I think it's yes, but it's not monolithic. Like, it's different every time. Yeah, like, I, I'd like the idea
1: that some of the princesses or princes and princesses are fucking on their own. You know, doing the thing,
0: but like, you know, it's always safer to travel in a group. I guess is that the kind of the idea. So I'm gonna say yes, and I'm gonna pull on a few different like pop culture threads here. Yeah, yeah. And I I warned you that I was gonna dunk on you a little bit, Aaron. <laughs> you did. And you here's did. Here's where it is. Okay. Because uh, I Aaron, I am I am apologizing to you as your friend of of many years of decades. Oh no, is it about not knowing a movie
1: or is it is it something else? We're gonna have to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I can do this. No, I'm here for this. I can um I can do this.
0: No, I just I I, I love I love setting it up like that because I know that Star Wars is not your thing per se. It's, it's I know a lot
1: about it. I know enough about it. I'm just not It's not my it's not thing. thing. It's not your thing. It's not your thing. I totally get that. Not, yeah. So
0: here's what I want to talk about. I want to like t- pull an idea from Star Wars because like like kind of everybody like I think a lot of people living in, you know, in 2020 like if I hear princess like i think of princess leia of print of, of princess amidala i think of like star wars princess and there's an interesting thing that they do where like that is a like an elected position mm. and i wonder if we could take that same concept and pull it in a different direction okay and sort of instead of it being like a political position that you are elected to or like i also kind of want to pull it on the idea of it being like an elected that like pulling it away from like elections or politics or all that kind of stuff if it is a title that you are given, because thinking about the idea of like a Jack story, if it is that you are a prince, you are a prince of like you are given. Okay, actually, no, I'm, I'm pulling on some stuff here. Some, okay, some I have stuff some stuff, to stuff too, so I'm
1: excited. Yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be. Hey, listener, this is a lot of gonna be a brain, uh, brain. What do you call it? Brainstorming session.
0: Yeah. So, what if the idea of a prince, princess, princess, a page. The sort of pulling on the tarot term a little bit. Yeah. Um, the idea of a page is pulling on the idea of a Jack story and pulling on the idea that like a prince is, you know, a prince is traditionally the prince of X. Mm-hmm. And like, I am always a huge sucker when somebody, like when a term is used and a character is described as like the prince of magic or like the yeah. prince of bandits. What if it is that you are like the chosen emissary of like a group? Okay. Okay. I'm and, like, are handed, this. like, an important quest. I'm thinking... And then, like, I'm pulling also on the idea of, like, a Jack and the Beanstalk, right? Like, okay. this idea that, like, you are sent to the Cloud Kingdom to to steal back this thing that has been stolen from us. Yeah. You are the prince of... You are the prince of the farmers of, of Mudcastle Ridge.
1: I like that. I do like that. I like the element of princes. Uh, these people have to go on journeys, you know, and they have to be... Like, you know what I mean? They're given tasks. What I want to posit or mm-hmm. offer... Is that, um, I, cause I like, I don't wanna go near like how you become one, you know, how you become a page, basically, like how you get this power, this title, is it has to be granted to you by someone else. Like you inherit it in the way that, like, so what I'm pulling on is, in Final Fantasy VIII, the sorceress is a, you, there's only one at a time, and it's like a a person with tremendous magical power, and the only way to become one is for when so one of them dies, or is dying, they give their power to someone else, Dope. and it's inherited. Dope. So I like it, because it takes the 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 crappy idea of monarchy, and kind of makes it something where it's more like Kazam, or like, you know, that, or All Might and Midoriya, where it's like yeah. someone worthy becomes and it, it pulls princess. on it
0: pulls on a very all my fantasy children idea it feels like it's an outgrowth of like what we've said about clerics is that idea mm-hmm. that like someone believes in you yeah rather than it being like you are someone that imbues that in other people if a, if a person or a group of people believe in you and believe in your ability to achieve like a thing of value like that imbues with you powers and abilities that are not maybe not like like you know uh shooting fireballs but like it it makes you powerful and like you have a you have power in a way that like will help you accomplish that is like uniquely tied towards helping you accomplish that which which we need you to do in our moment of need because i think that it's also cool if like this title is fleeting mm. yeah that's why i was like i was thinking of it gets passed often like yeah. when
1: you finish your objective like when the Jack escorts like the Princess to the destination, right? Yeah. Like and the Princess has this power of something. I don't know. The the princess of, you know, the the sky dragon. Yeah. And they have this, you know, cloudy beast that they can ride. Um, once they reach their destination, they have to pass it to someone else.
0: Yeah, or 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 it just like or it or fades it like away, fades away, and then like because like the idea that it's it's pulled on by like a group of people having like a great and ju- having a great need is cool to me. That idea so do, of like so who we becomes need it? it,
1: like who does someone choose? Like I will do it. I, is it like I will bring the ring to Mordor type thing? Like someone volunteers to become the next. You know what I mean? Because if that's the case, if if it's someone who. People
0: believe in them. Why is it not the Jack then? You know what I mean? That's a great question. And I think it is because, like, it's still dangerous, right? Like, I think yeah. the role, like, like you know, I think it is that you are, it is to your question, right? I am thinking about Midoriya, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. about Frodo, and I'm thinking about, like, those type, that very specific type of hero, like, yeah. the hero narrative— is as much that you are chosen as it as it chooses you mm. so I think that like you cannot straight up like um like there were other characters in the frodo scene in the in the council of the ring that were yeah. like I'm walking in I'm we're taking my army and we're rolling into it's the fact that frodo like frodo as much was chosen by his circumstances and the fact that he was in that place as the conscious decision to say like I will do this. Yeah, it
1: can be mystical, and I like that. Like Frodo's borders on that too. There's a, a mystical
0: element of like you are the person that has to do this.
1: Yes, where it's like it falls to you. Do you know why? Like, no, that's some. There is a there's a calling to you that's like that. This is your responsibility. You know what I mean? Is it that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: like, I love and that's and that's like a, a, a I'll say like a cheesy fantasy trope, but it's a cheesy fantasy trope that I love. Is that yeah. idea that like. It is important that you specifically do a thing because on some level, even if you don't realize it, you are the person that has to do this thing, like you have the the skills and the heart and the courage and the the, like you are the person. No one else can do it in the way that you can. And therefore, yes, you stepping up and saying, I will do this thing is like a powerful act.
1: Yes. And it's something from uh, not so much the Lord of the Rings as it was Elijah Wood in that scene. Yeah. How he delivers, like, I will take it. I will take the ring to Mordor, though I do not know the way. I'm always like, that's Elijah Wood being real good in Peter Jackson. Because, like, it's him being like, I'll do it. I don't know why I said that, but I feel like it has to be me.
0: It it is. You're exactly right. Like, that is a beautifully acted moment. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, there's a lot of Midoriya in it as well of like <laughs>
1: yes. of like I
0: want this and like on some level him being the only person that the, the he's the only one that could accept the one for all so like it makes sense that like it, that that moment of like him being like I will accept this yeah taking that that responsibility and taking on the belief like the people like the people thought, like when they when they choose you and when the time to- when when you are needed. If you step up in that moment, like you will find you will find the gifts that you need to accomplish yeah, your you your find task. the
1: strength you find, you know, things unlock, you learn about yourself, you learn things that you never knew before. It's pretty it sounds pretty mystical and cool, to be honest, where it's like, I feel like it's a chapter of a lot of people's lives when like, yeah, I was a, you know, like, Aaron, I don't know, Like I was a prince once and I, you know, I was escorted by my best buds who were my jacks. You know, we we went and saved some a town. You know what I mean? It's that I kind was, of thing.
0: The, when, in my younger days, I was in my younger days, I was the princess of Barrel Valley. Like a a a blight had fallen on their apple trees, and they needed someone to to bring like they needed someone to carry word of the condition of their of their crops to a, a larger city where a doctor could treat them. The, the trip was long and dangerous because because this this blight had fallen on this region and, and everything was was wilting and was poisonous and it was scary, so I was I, a, a jack a jack offered me their offered me their, their eagle and we rode to this city together and though I though I could not though I had never in my life described a tree before, in that moment I was able to like So perfectly describe every malady that had happened to a plant that I had seen that like the local alchemists and apothecaries were able to come up with a magical cure that like brought life back to our our crops. And there that that was that was the summer that I was the princess of Apple Apple Barrel uh, Valley. See, I really like this, and can I can I
1: make a pitch about like magic and shit? Yeah, when you always. become this, no, I know. when you be, can't, no, not on this show, we don't do that. But when you become like a princess, for example, do you get like a temporary dope ability? Oh, for sure, that goes away, like because I'm thinking of it's only you, yeah. Like it makes like you're the only person who can do this is what I keep thinking. That cool feeling of like. I was, for that moment, I was the princess. There will be many more, but for that one task, it was me. that one task, it was you. And it was dope. And, like, I got the ability to fucking, I don't know, fucking touch an apple tree and, like, remove the blight. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing where you become that person and you you that power comes to you in this brief window in this small chapter of your life
0: i could create i could create visual like i could like conjure illusions with my words that like i described tree i described things so perfectly that like the forest formed around people and it was just like smoke and smoke and mirrors but like they could see it and they could study it and they could understand it
1: what i love about this is it is the truly everyone can be a hero oh god yeah for something and like it literally is a call to an an internal one that calls to you to like, it's okay. You can take the leap and like be, you can be a hero to someone, even if it's something small, like, you know, walking, walking a friend out of like a harmful relationship or something. It's like, that could be your moment. You know what I mean? Like it can be big, it can be little. It's, it's all perspective anyway. And I really fuck with this idea. Now, the one that we're going to talk about, I'd like it to be a journey type thing that takes like yeah. several years. Yeah, like for you sure. know, true fantasy bullshit of like throwing a ring in a fucking volcano, returning a sword to like a scabbard on the other side of the world. Shit. So, the prompt is once again thirty-one minutes in. At f- <laughs> at first, protecting the princess was just another paying job that put food on the warrior's plate. But as the two traveled together, they began to grow close. The warrior's heart softened.
0: So, so I've got I've got two d six. Yeah. I'm going to roll for some pronouns. Let's do it. Warrior, is he his? Great. Princess, is they there? Great. So the
1: princess and the jack. Yes. Um. So the jack is a warrior for, is a shield for hire. Yeah. yeah?
0: They're, they're, he's a warrior. He is someone that like, he is someone that is doing this as a job, like, that as a job, and it is someone that, like, he is doing this, uh, he was brought in as, like, a weapon for hire, a shield yeah. for hire.
1: Yeah, because they go- it's just the two of them. Because as mm-hmm. the two travel together, it is just the two of them for this whole job. And I think it's one of those scenarios where the Jack signed on to protect the princess very early on and, like, was like, I'll take you to point A to point B, but no fucking further. And like, okay. But then when they got there, it's like, I actually need to go a little further. And like, you know, of course, it's like, Ugh, come on. I thought I was just taking you to, you know, dust swept. Well, now I got to take you all the way to the frozen north. Damn it. Like, you know, that kind of tropey thing. But do they fall in love? Yes. Okay. Because I love the I love the trope of like the person who's like just here for work, you know, fall. They, they realize like, you know, they butt heads and he's like, I'll keep you safe from this point on, but no further. And eventually like, you know, softens. And the two fall in love. But what I don't—the trope that I don't like in this scenario—is usually where like the princess is weak. You know what I mean? Like and that, needs that, and would be a, helpless without the jack. That was kind I, of like what I wanted to get
0: to earlier on. And I, I feel like we, we've established that that's very much not going to be the case. Yeah, because there are dangers with that st- the jack <laughs> can can defend against. But like the 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 princess is going to have some dope powers.
1: Yeah, like, get dope powers, but like, also like, you can't, fantasy's fucking rough. (laughs) Going alone is, that's risky as fuck. It's like, it's safer. Like, so, there's a a quote from Final Fantasy X that I really liked, where the summoner has to go on a quest and is, like, to do something large, no spoilers, and is protected by guardians. And the main character, Yuna, has, like, fucking seven, and they run into somebody with one. And the person with one is like, why do you need so many people to keep you safe? I only need one guardian. And Yuna is like, I have as many guardians as people I trust with my life. And that's what I feel like this is like, where it's like, I choose to have these Jacks. Like, I love them. These are, these are my friends. These are my companions. These are my lovers. Like, you know, it can be many things, but it's not like, you know, because I'm squishy and soft. Like, no, this is someone who's like, I could do this alone. I choose not to. Cause I, I put my trust in these people and it's safe. Yeah. I so, love that. What is the quest? What's this
0: princess doing? So, uh, Aaron. Yeah. We are 40, 40, almost 40 minutes in. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? You know I, you know I do. All right, great, because I've got a (laughs) game to play. All right, I'm ready. Strap Um, in, kids, because we're going on a ride. We are, we are actually doing the thing that we uh, often don't do, and that is, uh, we're doing some actual play. We are, I don't know what, we're. by the way, listener, I don't know what we're doing. So um, I have a game, and I'm going to give you the pitch. Okay. Uh, the game is called In the Air Tonight by Austin Ramsay. Okay. Um, it is a game that I adore. Um the game the game description is it is inspired by the scene in the pilot to the TV show Miami Vice mm-hmm. set to the song In the Air Tonight. Great. Do you know that scene.
1: I do not, but
0: I can so look it's, it up. Gotta look it up. It's very it's very cool. Um listeners, pause the episode and also go look it up because it's yeah, like this is not like
1: required stuff. In the air tonight scene, it's three and a half minutes long. So I'm skipping through. I'm skipping through. Skip is it towards to the end where they're like loading up, riding in the car.
0: Uh, do you have the '80s version and not the Colin, not the Colin Farrell version?
1: No, I have the '80s version.
0: Okay, yeah, it's when they're in the car. Okay, basically, like watch a watch, like a few seconds of that. It's like extremely cool, and like the vibe. This is the game is capturing like a moment where it, that has this vibe and this energy. Yeah, and it's very good. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm seeing this like. Are they pre- are they preparing for something?
0: Yeah, so they're preparing the, the, to do the thing. Yeah, um, they're preparing to do something ethically dubious and definitely dangerous. That okay, is the, so. I the like the vibe. emphasis
1: on dangerous. Like this is the moment we're going to see right before the princess does what they were meant to do. Yeah, and the Jack is there to keep them safe while they yeah, do it.
0: That's where we're at, and that's that's the vibe that this game cultivates, and it's dope, and I love it, and I'd love to play it with you very quickly. Let's do it. Okay, so I've sent you over a list of storytelling prompts. They are they are yes. interesting questions. Essentially, how this is going to work is you and I are just going to ask each other questions. Um, okay. Once we answer a question, we will we will cross it out in the doc. Okay. Um, some of the questions are grouped together. You'll see that in the doc. We will those are questions that are related. They are connected. We don't have to answer them at the same time. We can jump through the list as we want. Great. But Um, we will cross them out as we go, but they are going to be informed by the other questions that they are connected. For example, what shouldn't you have brought? How is it going to help us? And how is it hurt? How is it going to hurt the person that is asking the question? Okay. Um, that is, that is the game in a nutshell. Once we've answered the questions in the top section, we will answer the four questions at the end. Okay. Okay. I also have a deck of spindle wheel cards, a tarot-like storytelling card game deck, um, if we need some, like, added inspiration. Or we can simply, like, answer the questions and go, like, I think this is the answer. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Let's do that. All right. And we can roughly kind of decide, like, when questions say, like, how does it hurt me or what do you wish you could say to me? We can kind of decide who me is, whether whether we want to answer on behalf of the Jack or the page. Cool. So Aaron, would you like to answer the first question or should I, or ask the first question or should I? I would like to ask the first question. Okay. What is the princess's goal tonight? What is the princess's goal tonight is a great question. You know, what is the quest? What is the mystical thing that only they can do? I'm flipping a spindle wheel card. Let's go. Hearth, a crackling fire, a hot meal, a roof overhead, a comfortable silence, or closing doors, turning a blind eye, keeping your head low, weathering the storm. Um, Their quest is – I'm going to flip one more. Godless. What is it? Godless, a curious outsider, a wonderkind, a paradigm shift, a loss of faith, a scientific impossibility. Okay, so these two cards, um, a hot meal, a crackling fire, a scientific impossibility. The answer that I want to give is that something has like awoken. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm here for this trope. <laughs> something like, like something uh, like an anomaly, right? Like some big, big, giant, supernatural, paranormal thing has become has like awoken, and someone, um, whatever order has sort of ordained or like declared the need for the princess has has ordered them to go and, like, meet with this this entity, this, this being?
1: I have a pitch, if I may. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. So, well, I was hiking upstate, and there are these giant boulders in the ground, and they look like the top of heads. Mm. And I thought to myself, if that was the top of someone's head and, like, a giant rose out of the earth... And so I got the idea of a moving, like, you know, if giant stone people started, oh, like, like a, like a colossus, marching. yeah. Yes, if, like, a, tons of them started walking out of this forest, and the forest fighters have called upon a print, Like, uh, the call has happened for a princess.
0: I love that, and I want it to, to—I uh, love that because the forest fighters are, like, a peaceful organization.
1: Mm-hmm. And this I idea would never like—, like kill like the the solution is not like kill them
0: right and that's why i love like that that phrasing of like a warm a crackling fire a warm meal this idea that like they have ordered someone i i'd love to propose that it is like one like godzilla like kaiju sized like shadow of the colossus style like colossus
1: right i love it or it's this giant boulder being has like, like pulled risen itself up.
0: out of the ground
1: yeah for an unknown purpose? Is there a, do we know the purpose?
0: I don't think we know the purpose and I think the for like this this group of forest fighters ordained or like declared a princess to go and like meet with this thing and like basically like have for the la- the only way I can think to describe it is like a peace accord of like meet with it find talk out what with
1: it. you know find out what the fuck is going on, yeah. Yeah,
0: and do it do it peacefully before some some fucking chuckle fuck of he like wrote, a local yeah. militia is like well we're gonna go dispatch this monster some fucking adventurer yeah like they're D&D like D&D go, nonsense go go talk to this this entity that has awoken because like we don't know what it is and that it is alive means that someone should like greet it as a friend
1: I love this because it. we talked about princesses and prince's pages being people who it has to be them for a specific yeah. reason. And this reminds me of like, is this like a, an earth wizard? Like, you know, is this someone who knows, you know, is this a we don't use druid in that way. But like someone who like, you know, knows the earth, like what? Like,
0: it's for sure like a, like a magical scholar of stone, right? Like yes. it's a, it's a, it's, like a, it's in, someone who has studied the, studied the rocks.
1: Okay, cool. So it's like, you know, full metal alchemist, alchemist type thing where it's yeah. like, oh no, I know a transmutation, I know materials, I know rocks, I know stone, I know their I know magical metal.
0: properties. Like I understand this.
1: I love it. And okay. So what I want to pitch is that the princess is a, I don't know, a, an alchemist. Whatever. Yeah, and the and the and the Jack, and the the Jack is a lore master. Like what we decided yeah, before is like a that. monster. It's like a monster wizard. Yeah, don't love because it because the, their combination is like you know. I'll take like the the initial thing is like the lore master. The Jack was like, I will take you as far as I can, and like I'll tell you all that I know about this. These what are they called? What's the what's the what's the construct called?
0: Um, it is called I. Uh... It is called the uh,
1: Stone Wanderer,
0: the Stone Wanderer. Yeah. dope. Oh, so I'll tell you good everything name. I know
1: about the Stone Wanderer, but like I won't take you to the wood like I, I am. I, I won't go that far. I won't. I don't want to be there when you do whatever it is you're doing. And I think it takes some time for the princess to convince the Jack that like I'm not going there to kill it. I promise yeah. you. Because the lore master is like, no, I don't kill fucking monsters. Like, I'm tired of adventurers like going into these goddamn fucking woods and like killing these beautiful monsters that are just trying to live their life and do their shit. And the princess is like, No, I'm going there to broker peace, I promise you. And I think that's the rift there. Where like their journey.
0: That kinda answers our next question. The next question of like why does the why does the the Jack doubt the ethics of the task is because I think part of what makes this dangerous, which is not one of the questions, but like is a question that I think ties into this, is that there's adventuring parties, right? Like Mm -hmm. there are scoundrels and there are, there are cut purses and there are mercenaries and there are bounty hunters who like will cut a motherfucker. And like they're like, it's dangerous to travel, but it's partially dangerous because peep this because. People's worst impulses are coming to the surface and like part of what makes it dangerous is that like the scary thing is just shitty people. Yes, especially
1: because like this giant has arisen and is like, you know, I don't no one knows what they're walking toward the uh, stone, the stone uh, wanderer. But they're like, you know, there's towns and shit in the way. And, you know, as we know, in tabletop games, someone's going to be like, I cast fucking fireball at it. Right. Like, no, but like, that's what the lore master is like. I don't fuck with that. Like, you know, and is. And so, OK, so I so like that. Also this answers
0: that also answers where we're going. Where are we going? Just to, 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 to meet the stone wanderer.
1: Yeah. To meet the stone wanderer and make the stone wanderer halt.
0: Yeah. And I to love, speak to speak to the Stone mm-hmm. wanderer on their own terms. Can we name the two?: Yeah, um, uh, the, the alchemist's name is Altherian Quicksilver. How the fuck? How the fuck! That is like top five names,
1: and you spat that out in legit like five seconds. What? Altherian Quicksilver? Yes? Holy fucking shit. I am trembling. Um and the lore master's name, uh, his name is. Do you have one for them too? Jesus, I don't. what's his name? You don't. I don't. Oh no. Um. Hmm. Um. Looking around my desk. <laughs> Max Weaver. Max Weaver is very good for a lore master. Max. So Weaver. Max Weaver and what was it? Althurian
0: Quicksilver. Jesus
1: Christ. Are this unlikely duo because you know? Okay, so what is the deal? Like, who was Altherian Quicksilver? Bef- so clearly they're an alchemist. Yeah. Oh, can I make a pitch? Yeah. Altherian Quicksilver, the princess in this scenario for this moment in time, is a cap was a capital A adventurer. Okay. And that's why there's no trust there at first. I love that. Yep. Altherian is like unadventuring parties, diving into dungeons doing not you know hanging out with people who are you know tabletop adventurers like they're basically people who like in our world would be like people who pollute where you're like god fucking hike more ethically stop leaving toilet paper everywhere can i can i put a spin on that
0: (laughs) yes please if they are a scholar of if they are a scholar of stone yeah they are someone that like traveled with these like adventuring parties to like learn their craft so like there's that kind of element of like of like They're damned by who they associate with, but there's like a real truth to that. Like, you know, sometimes you are actually damned by who you associate with. So like, it's like, yeah, I was just studying stone and they're like, yeah, but you were hanging out with three people that did that, like were pieces of shit. Like that's on you. Yeah. And like, they have to kind of like grapple with the fact that, that that's a thing that they kind of allowed to happen.
1: Yeah. That Max is like legit a little judgmental and, you know, Altherian Quicksilver it genuinely is just following their passion and their truth of like, you know, learning about metals, learning about advent, like finding mystical weapons and like putting fucking enchantments on them, turning fucking raw materials into dope weapons to keep like, or armor to keep adventurers alive. You know, like they, they, they're both kind of judgy of each other at first. And I think that's the issue. That's why like at first it was just something to like, we put food on the table, yeah. You know. That
0: answers the question of what the warrior's goal is tonight, or the, the Jack's goal tonight, of, like, they're here as much they're, – they're feeding their family. They're like, look, I'll take the job, but I'm also going because I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't I, – I'm going because – I'm going because, like, I'm taking this job partially because – I, I I want to be there if you, if I think you're gonna cross a line like there's yes. that, that element of distrust of like if if I have if I, if we have to be enemies, and then they soften and fall in love of like if I have to they they learn that there's a there's a genuine truth and uh Altheria Altheria grows because they uh they kind of learn a a more ethical way to 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 study their craft and to to be they you know they they sort of put in the work to to make amends for their sort of like crimes of inaction and then max also like learns that like learns that this is a person that like will do great things if they are if they are kind of held to the fire a little bit
1: i am about this i really like that they travel and it's like i'm gonna come with you because when like one you won't like when a lore master's around like it's like you don't fight monsters like you don't have to Like, they not ward them off, but it's, like, people, like, animals put trust into you. Like, you know, monsters are essentially animals in our world. And so it's, like, this is kind of that, you know, tabletop fantasy class where it's, like, you're a friend of the animals. That's kind of, like, a lore master, I think, where it's, like, you walk around and, like, monsters just don't fuck with you because you're their friend. Yeah. And traveling with someone who, you know, stinks of adventuring party is the drama here, which is the problem. And they grow to, like, you know, learn trust, because, like, when you face the Stone Wanderer, you know, if you draw your blade, I'm out. Like, if, you know, if I see you take up arms against that being, I'm outie, you know, and you're going to have to fend for yourself, and you do not know how to keep yourself safe in this scenario. I know that, and because I think, okay, so I want to say that the Jack knows about the mystical connection between the princess and the objective.
0: Yeah, for sure. So
1: it's like, I know that you've been called, and I'm willing to put our differences aside, because I know that you're a princess, And I know what's important is getting this done because it is for the betterment of the planet. So I like that, like, people are attuned. People are aware of when someone is a prince, a page, you know? Yeah. And I, that's, okay, I really like this. And so we obviously can't get to, like, the bottom of their love story, but, like, you know.
0: That 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 also answers the question of, like, what they doubt about the practicalities is, like, are we actually going to be safe, right? Like, it's that feeling of, like, of, like, are we in danger by virtue of traveling? I know you've been chosen, but like is this gonna be like is this going to work?
1: Yeah, especially when, you know, there's adventurers foaming at the mouth and they you'd be able to see the stone wanderer from miles away. The lore master is like, I don't know what I'm going to do if we come upon an adventuring party, and I need to know like, are you with me through and like through the end to this? You know, like that you're we're not going to fight. That we're going to be like pacifists here. You know, and that's yeah. I love this a
0: lot. So I want to ask you uh, – I want to throw out three que- – so we talked – we said that we wanted to, like, get to the bottom of their love story a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's two questions here that I think, like, there's a moment that I think will make that love story really pop. Okay. And those questions are, what does – what does uh, Max want to say – this is this is the moment before they reach the Wanderer. What does Max want to say to Altheria, and what does he say instead?
1: Okay. Okay. <sighs> Like part of me is thinking, like, you know, the you don't know how this is gonna go down. Like, I like the element of danger in these mm-hmm. some of these princess quests, you know, yeah. where it's it, there is a tremendous danger involved. I think what Max wanted to say was, like, I'll stand by you to the end. Like, I would have stood, I'll stand by you no yeah. matter what you decide to I've, do. I,
0: I, I take it back for lack yeah. of a better way to all those times I said, like, all those times I said, like i'm I'm gonna leave like I've reached a point now where I truly believe that you are the the right person for this, and like yeah. I'm going to stand with you no matter what,
1: yeah, but what he actually says is just like a it's I always think of it as kind of sad these moments when you're like I wish I had something cool or wonderful to say in that moment, but I think all Max does is as it Altheria or Altherian Altheria so in that moment, Max just squeezes Altheria's hand like a little bit, like a mm-hmm. little firmly and just like lets out like a nice sigh. Like just that mm-hmm. he takes a deep breath and squeezes Altheria's hand. And he thinks in that moment that that's enough to convey his feelings. But he also like, once this all starts, he's like, I wish I would have said something.
0: That like That's good. That's real good. And like, it ties into uh, some questions that I want to like, maybe we, I, I'd like to segue to of like, what did one of them bring that they uh, that they shouldn't have? How does it help them and how does it hurt them? I don't know. Is, um, it, is it, it the wep- weapon is the easy option. Me- weapon is the easy is
1: the easy option. But I don't know. Like Altheria is an alchemist who like doesn't fight, like doesn't participate in bullshit. You know, weapon is the easy option that, like, you know, pulls the sword in a panic, and everyone goes like, "No, Altheria!" But like, I don't want to make the princess like the bad. Max is always right, and Altheria so then, is always right. You know
0: what I mean? Let me throw out a let me throw out a riff on that.
1: Yeah. What if Max brings a weapon? Okay, see, that I can get down with. And Why? It hurts Why? It hurts Max
0: because it. He has been saying this whole time. I was like, he was saying this whole time that like, if someone draws a blade, like it will be the worst scenario. Yeah. But like in the last days, like when, when they're getting close to the wanderer, like there is, you know, it is dangerous and it's partially dangerous because like I said, there are people out here who are looking to, to slay the monster and be the hero and it helps them because they get into a fight. Max draws a weapon and says, like, I'm serious. Like, we will we will do this and we will fight if we have to. Like, I will fight to defend the princess if I have to. We oh. are ending this on our terms. And it hurts okay. Max because it reveals that Max didn't like that. Like, as much as Max wanted to believe that, like, they were going to, like, peacefully walk up, they still pre- or he still prepared for a fight. Oh no, Max. And like no. and like that like kind of undercut his trust of Altheria and it kind of it raises that question of like what did you think you might have to use that weapon for? And like mm. it it cuts into their trust and I think it plays into that moment of like quietly holding their hand and saying like let's go because yeah. he couldn't have said he was sorry. Like he couldn't have said like I will stand with you forever. I brought this weapon to defend us because I've realized that you are right in the quest that you are undertaking
1: dang dang what's the next question what was the is, is, is what did altheria bring
0: uh that was just that was one of us one of them brought something okay so we good answered that one so the next three questions are who do you call what do you what do you what regret do you talk about and what don't you say who do i call who does who does either altheria or max we'll say speak to we'll, we'll slave right to speak to whether magically or mundane um who do they speak to and what was the second part what regret do you talk about, and what don't you say? Oh, then I think that
1: um, I would like Altheria to talk to the uh, Stone Wanderer.
0: Oh yeah, this is when they talk to the Stone Wanderer.
1: Yeah, this is when they like you know the Stone Wanderer is walking and they're I don't know on horseback you know or like I don't know their cat it's it's very slow we'll say that yeah. the Stone Wanderer walks very slow and Altheria puts puts their hand on like the leg just like makes contact and for a minute they both stop and can communicate
0: yeah that's then that's the The
1: moment that's like the thing that solves the problem but what do they say is like or what do they learn like why why is the stone wanderer wandering i'm gonna roll for
0: pronouns i have an idea i've got an idea and i'd like to throw it to you let's do it can i just can i can i throw you out my answer and just of course because he is the he is the prince of the ley line of, of stone, and he is going to place—he is going to, like, lay to rest a great soul that has returned to the ley line and place them—and, like, place them to rest. Oh,
1: so the stone wanderer is a prince himself? Yes. You're saying, oh, shit. And his
0: quest was to lay someone to rest? It was—that uh, was what I threw out immediately. I don't—I'm not married to that part, but the idea that the stone wanderer is is himself a prince— oh
1: shit fucking
0: shreds to
1: me i like this idea okay okay so i like that the stone wanderer is a prince and their quest was hmm oh i have an idea yep the the forest that this forest that nick can you i don't have a name for the forest um the hold on i can think of one um the spout spring forest is where the stone wanderer came from yes And yeah, that's my childhood <laughs> street. Um, the Spout Spring Forest is where the Stone Wanderer came from, and their goal was to bring a f- was to like carry a seed to a place that like there was no le- there was no like greenery. It had oh, either burnt out or dried out, and they were literally in this giant palm carrying like a single nut, a single seed, a single sapling, and they had to lay it down. And so kind of like the conversation that had to be had was like, I know you have to stop me, but also like, I have to make the forest grow. And I don't can know what I, the resolution was though.
0: Aaron, can I, uh, so we have two quick questions to answer that real quick. Like what cool, ve- what cool vehicle are, are they traveling in? And then what landmark do they pass? Yeah. Actually, I would like to answer the landmark question. Cause like, that's okay. going to, that's going to segue to, uh, my, my, uh, that's going to answer this question. Can I give you a monologue?
1: Yes. If I can give you the vehicle they travel in, just real quick.
0: Please, because I want to give you a monologue.
1: So I would like alchemists in fantasy to be a lot like full metal alchemists, where it's like you can shape things on the fly, like turn rocks into a spear. Uh, They travel. Altheria travels in a chariot with a stone stallion. Like a
0: stone horse pulls a stone chariot. Love it. Extremely dope. Cool. Okay. Altheria speaks to the stone wanderer. And asks what you're doing. And the Wanderer speaks and says, I am the prince of Applebottom Valley. (gasps) Gasp! My, my, the forest, the forest that was on top of me. The forest that, the fields that these, that, that Applebottom Valley tended for years, for generations, were struck by a blight. This the 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 I the wind and the the prayers and the wind the prayers that they put on the wind and the 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 fears that they spoke into the air at night carried and I awoke and I am bringing a seed a single seed of an apple tree thousands of miles away the people of Apple Bottom Valley are scared and they they do not have the strength to go to a place where they can find a seed to replenish their, their 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 apple trees. I'm going to bring them that seed that would, that grew on my shoulders into a great tree. I am stone. I am stone, and I am mountain, a hundred thousand miles away from from this valley. But I've I heard the call on the wind, and I stood up, and I am walking to this place. I am the prince of Applebottom Valley. My quest is to bring this seed to someone who needs it, so that they can start anew after a catastrophe. And thus begins the second leg. I was the about journey. To say. That's where Altheria and Max become the jack of the Stone Wanderer. Yeah, they become the jack and the jack and page of the Stone Wanderer. Oh, well, I mean, the quest, Altheria's quest would be over cuz Altheria's quest
1: is to communicate with the Stone Wanderer and find out what the fuck is happening and stop them. When in reality, it was they become they the become jack the of the Stone jacks Wanderer. Of the,
0: stone, the, the 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 twin
1: jacks of the Stone Wanderer. Oh, my God. And they have to get to the the land where where, you know, wherever the Stone Wanderer is going to plant this yeah. seed, they have to accompany and keep the Stone Wanderer safe of fucking other adventurers. Yeah. Who are trying to stop them. Oh my god. So the
0: task that the final four questions, now that we've accomplished everything, the the task that we're head that the i am I'm gonna I'm gonna reflavor this slightly, the new task that we're heading towards is to is to is to arrive at this town that needs it and to bring them the seeds and and the magic, and the and the knowledge, and the know how, and to bring them the gifts that not just the Stone Wanderer has, but that Altheria and Max have.
1: Oh my god, I love this a
0: lot. And I think that like, do we achieve our task? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because absolutely. I think they eventually get there.
1: I am obsessed.
0: And they accomplish their goals. What a good ending of the story, Aaron. Wow. Dope. Can I ask you a quick question?
1: Yeah. Why do Why do they like each other? The two of them. You know, what makes them work?
0: Can I, let's let's do it this way. <laughs> think about the, who would you like to think about the answer for? Althea, who do you feel like Altheria. you have a better answer for? Max or Althea?
1: Um, I mean, we talked a lot about Max and I'm like, what about Althea? Because
0: I would <laughs> like to say, I would like to say, like, let's each independently think of our answer and just like uh-huh. say them and just say them back to back. Like the answer okay. for one of them. Yeah. Who do you feel like you have a better knowledge of? Honestly, we don't know a lot about Altheria and I feel kind of bad. I I feel like I have a pretty good handle on Altheria, so you? I'm going to take Altheria because I feel like I yeah. know their answer. Yes, please. Give that, please. Okay. Their answer for why they they love Max is a lot of people will hear that you're a princess and will will pledge themselves to your service. And they'll just give you the, their support and they'll step up and say, "How can I help you accomplish your quest?" But having a purpose and having a quest is only half of being a princess, and Max pushed me Max was the one person that pushed me and pushed through and like pushed through and like pushed to the real me and like pushed me to be a better version of myself. Max is someone that like Max is someone that like they didn't, they didn't just accept that I was, that I was, I was this person. They didn't see me as a, as a title. They saw me as a person and they, 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 they held me to a standard. And like, that's that, 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 conviction and that belief is a powerful thing and it, it shows a lot of character mm-hmm. and like that's a really powerful thing
1: cool so max why max likes altheria is i think a lot of max's life this whole idea of being a lore master and studying the animals and stuff like that and studying monsters and learning what makes them tick and why people fight them and stuff like that it seems at times for max almost directionless And Altheria strikes me as someone like just a person who accepts the role of princess to me is admirable. I'm like, wow, you you're it's such a level of commitment and dedication and like sacrifice and accountability that it's like you can't help but marvel at this person waking up every day and being like, I'm tired. I'm worn down. You know, there's danger everywhere facing me on this quest that only I can take. And yet I smile, I brush my teeth, I still make small talk on the trail, you know, we walk and we argue, but at the end of the day, Altheria is like, I still want you by my side more than anyone, Max. You know, it's I need you, and I care about you. They never stray from the idea of this is important, and this needs to be done by just me. And I think that level of respect that Max has for Altheria is the reason why, like, you know, he, he just can't get them out of his head. And he's like, you're just the most powerful. You're the strongest person I've ever met. You know, I've never met a princess before. And the one time that I did, it was the most incredible person I have ever met. Dope. And that, yeah dope i just i wanted to tack that on because no, like I think you can't good. you can't do a love story without being like why no, like you gotta other? and i think we, i think we had pretty good answer yeah cool i like this idea because i i think of a lot of our characters in the past of like maybe their quest was because they were a page yeah you know which is dope that's and the idea of cool like i
0: was a prince once is like such a cool yes. like
1: it's like a chapter like it the the call may it come it could come to you you know, and it, I love this a lot. I love this a lot. This is so dope. This is so much more than I thought it was going to be. I'm
0: really very happy. Cool it.
1: Yes. I think that's a wrap. I think it's a wrap on Max in our our God. I'm so bad at remembering names. Max and Altheria. Our, Altheria. I think that's a wrap. Um, thank you so much to Madeline Hale. So I'm going to be uh, copying the tweet that Madeline Hale sent that uh, tweeted. And then I asked if it could be a prompt because it comes with really beautiful artwork. Beautiful artwork. And then yeah, I want that in your head when you're listening to this episode. Um Madeline tweets a lot and oh, by the way, Madeline is the creator of the Table Fable series that are Which on we Amazon. Use they're a lot. really good. Yes, and so like go on Amazon buy these books. Um, go on wherever they're sold. It doesn't have to be Amazon. I don't know if it's just Amazon, but I'd like you to go and buy these books cuz they're amazing. They're for me I think a tool that everybody should have to make you kind of Get out of your head a little and let randomization take the lead. It's a lot of fun. You know, if, if you've listened to our show, you know them and you know they're great. But if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for future use in an episode, there's so many ways you can do it. And they're all a lot of fun. And we'll always like it, retweet it, and scream at you about how amazing they are.
0: Um, you can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasychildren. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash children. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Or you can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and post them in the prompt submission channel.
1: God damn right. Wally, are you on the internet right now? Are you scrolling on Netscape? Why don't you check out Jeff's other podcast and learn a butt ton about cool games and cool
0: people? Party of One is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend. We play a two-player game. We share some laughs maybe a few tears we have a really good time new episodes drop every friday every tuesday they drop during the week <laughs> the, the release dates have been weird in the last few weeks yeah, cuz yeah, yeah, yeah. time is weird but like we yeah. traditionally drop on tuesdays at partyofonepodcast.com
1: fuck yes uh, all my fantasy children is proud to be a part of the one shot podcast network the one shot podcast network as you know i'm sure if you listened to us before is home to us which means Really amazing podcasts, really amazing people who mean well, who want to make this hobby and this passion, this games, this podcast more accessible, friendlier, and just a better place to kind of hang out and enjoy. Um, if you like our show, why not check out other amazing shows like Campaign, Iron Hides, Horror Borealis, like Horror Borealis Campaign, is sky amazing. Skyjax, sh- Courier's Call. Yeah, like you can't go wrong with this good, good network. So go to oneshotpodcast.com and browse around and click any fucking show, start it. And when you do listen to an episode, tweet at us and tell you what you thought. Tell us what you thought and why you loved it, because I know you did.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have a verbal hug this week? Um, it's been a tough week. It, it's uh, Personally, it's been a real, real tough week. Mm-hmm. Trust the people around you to see you through things when they get really, really tough. You know, yeah. that support networks exist for a reason. Um, people care about you. People love you. People want to take care of you, and they want to see you be taken care of. So if you need it, rely on that. Rely on Dope. them, because I think it's it's really important to do that. I love that a lot.
1: I really like that. That is wise. Mine for this week is... Um, You know, there's always people saying, like, get out there and do the thing and, like, you know, follow your dream and go after your dream. But, like, also do the thing when it's like, you know, I should – you know, when you feel like you should drink water, just do the thing. Like, with self-care and stuff like that also counts is, like, don't be afraid to take that leap – into starting to take care of yourself a little better or just do something that makes you feel good in that agree, moment agree 100% like, agree. instead of do- doom scrolling like in that moment you're like no i shouldn't be doing this i'm gonna open a youtube video that's gonna relax me and make me happy or put something on that like music or a tv show that chills me out like do the thing that makes you happy is what i will say don't feel pressure to be productive and like the, do the thing follow that dream eh. no like just do the thing that makes you fucking happy you know drink the water Watch the YouTube video. Listen to the podcast. Just do the thing that makes you chill and happy. Perfect. That's all. Um, is that all we do on the show? That's, that what we do.
0: That's what we do on this show, baby. Fuck yeah. Oh, what a good episode. <laughs> that was a good episode. I'm really happy with that one. Until next time, good, good night, night and good game. game.
1: junior wizards senior wizard aaron here and this week's post episode tag i have a little challenge for you because we're cool youtube people now no but i really want to start talking to you all about the creative process that kind of goes into the show a little bit and my half anyway and that is um pulling from everyday life and especially nature and no matter what your access is to nature as mine is limited as i live in brooklyn but even things as small as you know bugs, trees, rides on a train, things you see, uh, plants in the sidewalk, the sky, the everyday things. I want you all to start thinking of them in terms of what goes what's cool about them, what makes them interesting, and how you can twist them into a cool fantasy element. Um, I mean, the Stone Wanderer came from a hike, but it was still just a lump of stone with grass growing on it, and it looked like the top of someone's head who was buried in the soil. So I thought about what if they rose up. But a lot of this show, like the Sarathacarian King, comes from like New York houseflies in the summer when the trash is overwhelming, like and how gross that is. And I really, I want to know. The things that y'all are thinking. And so I would like to ask you all to find one thing this week or whenever, whenever you listen to this. Um, that you saw in nature that inspired you, that tickled your imagination, whether it was like a stalk of corn, whether it was like a jack o' lantern, even or like the moon, a really pretty moon, um, and twist it into something cool and fantasy-like. Tweet it at me or tag me in the Discord, but like make sure you tag me so I can. T- I want to talk to you about it so we can build something cool from it, or I can just listen to your dope idea because I want to get better at this. I want to know if you all have really cool ideas and what it is. And I want to talk about them. So I'm issuing that challenge to all of you to tweet at me something cool that you saw and that you want to build into a fantasy element, whether it's as simple as a blade of grass, a cool tree, or as complicated as like, you know, a tidal cycle in the ocean, you know, something like that. But yeah, let me know what you think. And I can't wait to hear your ideas and really build something dope with you all. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for listening to this tag. I love you all very much. And I will talk to you next time.